Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Bowls to Masood, one run to go. Masood drives, he beats Saudi, and the deed is done. Pakistan is going back to a World Cup final at the MCG. It has been a commanding chase, and it's a mighty win. Pakistan by seven wickets. Perfectly captured there by Jared Waitley. The deed is done for Pakistan. They'll be at the MCG on Sunday for the World Cup final. Who they play, we'll find out this evening when India play England in the second semi-final. Welcome back to Colo and Baz's World Cup party. Thanks to Brick Lane for, for lovers and makers of great beer. Drink responsibly. And for Masters Builders Victoria, get expert legal support. Become a Masters Builders Victoria member today. Baz, before we go to Ian Smith, carnage in the mm-hmm. Sheffield Shield. Victoria being sent in at AB Field in November. It has a familiar pattern to it over the years, this. Yeah, deeds being done uh, at Allen Border Field. Victoria, 6 for 27 at the moment. No surprises who's taken most of the wickets. Michael Nisa, oh, hashtag Nisa must play Adam He's still Collins. my beating heart. Three for nine. Shock, uh, like, you know, absence from the test squad, in my opinion, anyway. He will play the A game. But, yeah, three for nine, Victoria and all sorts. So, uh, Victoria, Queensland, we'll keep an eye on that and an ear on that through the course of our show. First up, in terms of World Cup coverage, though, it's esteemed cricket commentator and SENZ Mornings host, Ian Smith. Uh, Smithy, uh, g'day. Welcome to you to our show today, the World Cup party, but uh, not a fun one for New Zealand fans after being bundled out last night at the SCG. What a disappointing end to a campaign that started so well. Yeah, our party's over. Uh, good afternoon, guys. L- lovely to be on your show. Yeah, we, uh, we were timid. Uh, we were we were so far below our best uh, in pretty much every department of the game that we got the shellacking that we deserved. Really, um, you know, we, we we we've got to learn uh, to be honest when it comes to these big occasions to put fear away, and and they won't acknowledge that they you know they were a little bit shell shocked by the whole deal. But I think they were. They played like it. They played like they were sort of stuck in the headlights. We lost that early wicket of Finn Allen. Um, and we never really recovered from that. The run out of, of Conway was crucial. Uh, and we never got to a point where uh, it looked from the outside that uh, they wanted to really launch hard and go hard at Pakistan until right at the very end. And, of course, you know, by that stage, with two to three overs to go, they were never going to get uh, more than the 150, 160 at the most. So it was a timid display with the bat, uh, having decided to, that they wanted to bat first. I, I couldn't got, quite get my head around it. Uh, not to bring back worse memories for you, Smithy, but uh, any comparisons at all to the last time Pakistan and New Zealand were in a World Cup semi-final and a World Cup in Australia slash New Zealand? Well, uh, yeah. yeah, thanks for not reminding me. That's very kind of you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, hey, look, 30 years ago, uh, when I was involved, and, and to be perfectly honest, uh, some of these guys weren't even born then. So there shouldn't have been any too many repercussions or memories for this team. But, uh, yeah, it was very similar, actually. Um, I'd like to think we, we actually set Pakistan a, a slightly higher target in those days. But um, they were too good for us then, uh, and they were too good for us uh, last night as well. I mean, you know, you, you cannot give Babur Azam uh, a second opportunity. He's just too damn good. Um, he hasn't been in his best touch, but he's starting to show signs of it again, which might scare India or England after tonight. But they're too good. They were too good on the night. There's very little excuses apart from the fact that we just sort of 
threw up the white flag to some extent in a couple of departments. We usually field better than that. We're much more aggressive in the field. Uh, we, we don't drop those kinds of catches. Um, we just saved, simply saved our worst to last, uh, and that is playoff, playoff cricket, as uh, New Zealand have come to sort of expect it. Smithy, I'm, I'm mindful of uh, how quickly New Zealand tend to be written off at the end of major tournaments when it doesn't go their way. But, but in saying that, do you feel like this has a bit of an end of an era vibe to it, especially given we're a couple of years away from the next T20 World Cup? Um, they made some big, they've made some big calls um, recently with uh, leaving out uh, Ross Taylor um, and, and then, of course, um, leaving out Martin Guptill. So they've made big calls. Maybe they have to make another one in terms of uh, perhaps a change of leadership, a change of coaching. Uh, you know, we're, we're one of the only sides in the world that has the same coach and captain in all three disciplines of the game. And I'm not quite sure there's room for that anymore. I think you have to be... Um, smarter thinking, I think you have to be more aggressive. You cannot afford to take one game plan into another form of the game. And we sort of approached, um, we've sort of approached T20 cricket uh, with a 50-over with a type belief. And, of course, you just simply haven't got that much time. Uh, we've got to play without, without fear. We have to get um, a, a, a captain in there. I'm not saying we leave Kane Williamson out, but we, we have to um, get into a, a frame of mind where we're not scared to get out uh, for, for the sake of winning the game, particularly in the top of the order. So that, at the moment, uh, doesn't seem to be there. Yeah, just two boundaries for Williamson last night, a six and a four, making 46 from 42 deliveries. When it doesn't work for an anchor, when they get out before they get a chance to explode it, it does stand out and it does, to an extent, feel like shooting Bambi with Williamson. We all love Kane, don't we, for what he's achieved for New Zealand across a, a long stretch of time now. But it's pretty clear from what you think, Smithy, that there may not be room for him necessarily as captain or even as a player if T20 keeps evolving. Yeah, I think if T20 keeps evolving and you want to evolve with it, you have to go faster. You have to go harder. You have to go fresher. Uh, look, and he'll know that. I mean, he, he's, he's, he looked very disappointed when he walked off. Uh, I think two winnings ago, he scored 40 off 40. Um, and, and that was against, I uh, think, England. That wasn't good enough. Um, you know, and he knows that. But it's not his style of play to be reckless. It's not his style of play uh, to run down the wicket and try and hit someone out of the ground uh, before he gets to 20 or 30. Uh, and, and, you know, that's fine as long as you're firing at the other end. And, and if you're not firing at the other end and he's the key, uh, the key is too slow. Um, so, you know, if he plays, he has to adjust. He's been a good T20 player. He's earned lots and lots of money playing in the IPL because he is a very good T20 player. But at the moment, um, it, you can't compare the attitude of the New Zealand top order to uh, a lot of the top orders uh, that have played in this competition. And, and especially the landscape of cricket is changing all the time. All these leagues coming through. Uh, Trent Bolt has taken a decision uh, in that direction. Uh, how do you see the Trent Bolt situation now? Is he going to play just in between World Cups? Or will he go from World Cup to World Cup? And what impact does that have on, the, on New Zealand cricket itself? Well, without Trent Bolt, we're not the same bowling attack. Uh, there's no doubt about that. I mean, he is. Uh, he wasn't at his best last night, but he is uh, a top draw. I mean, if you look at World Cups, white ball World Cups over the, the last uh, two to three years, he's been a key factor in those. He's been right up the, the top of the wicket takers. Um, his economy rate is good, and he, he genuinely is, uh, you know, he's a prize, a prize for us to have. So without him, 
Uh, our test team in particular will not look as good. Uh, one can only hope that he finds windows, and the ICC will not schedule uh, world cricketing events up against um, the T20 leagues, I would imagine. They've still got windows for those. So it is to be hoped that Trent Bolt will be available to us when it comes to those big international occasions. Um, but, you know, you've got to keep evolving as a, a nation. You've got to keep finding new players. And we have to do that. You know, we only used five bowlers in this whole competition, which when you think about it, that's quite rare. Over the course of a whole competition, to use just five bowlers when you're only allowed to use five in one match, we used the same five the whole way through. Um, and maybe, um, maybe we could have thought about that a, a little bit differently, tried something a, a little bit uh, differently as well. But the two players that we usually mess around with are our spinners, and our spinners, Sodi and Santner, were our two most effective bowlers in terms of economy rate in particular in this competition. I think they did their job pretty well. Yeah, they bowled magnificently throughout the Super 12 stage. And again, last night, keeping Pakistan quiet in those middle overs. Uh, you talk about uh, players stepping up. Well, one that's almost like a mature age recruit is uh, mm-hmm. dazzling Daryl Mitchell, be it as a test cricketer or as a, a T20 thrasher, unbeaten half-century last night. Something of a revelation. Two semifinals in a row he's made half-centuries. It seems like he's the man for all seasons for New Zealand cricket into the future. It, it, you give him a job and he does it. You know, uh, but remember back to the last uh, T20 World Cup in the UAE, uh, he opened the batting and batted through on, him on a couple of occasions. So you, you just give him a role within the side and he will uh, adapt to that role. He, he, he did play well last night, um, but it was quite clear towards the end, along with Jimmy Neesham, when we needed to have one or two really, really big overs to get us 160 plus, 165 maybe. Um, they couldn't do it. Uh, they weren't able to adjust to uh, the change of pace from Pakistan. You know, as much as I, I'm, you know, nailing us for our performance last night, I, I also have to give uh, credit where it's due to to, um, to Pakistan. I thought I thought they were magnificent. Their, their bowling throughout this competition has been outstanding. It's been their batting that's let them down. Um, and, you know, that pace attack and the, the variations they have, the ability to take the speed off the ball, and then the, the spin varieties with Sharab and Nawaz, etc. Uh, they are a complete unit, Pakistan, now. Uh, they've got a really good balance. They've got some heady, heady guys in their camp, haven't they? Look, Matthew Hayden knows exactly how to go about chasing runs. He knows how to bat in Australian conditions. And Sean Tate, who's not talked about that much, uh, but his, his ability to get the best out of this bowling attack is, from Pakistan has been outstanding. I said right from the outset, when they snuck in the back door at Adelaide, once you give them a lifeline... Uh, they could be the most dangerous team in the competition. And, 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 you know, having already gone close at the MCG in front of a packed house, they'll have learnt from that. Pakistan loom as a real danger to England or India. I promise you that. Ian Smith, cricket commentator, SENZ Mornings host. Uh, New Zealand out of the competition, but we'll hear you throughout the course of the next couple of days in the lead-up to the final. Thanks for joining us today on Colo and Baz's World Cup Party. Yeah, absolutely, fellas. Enjoy the party. I'll stay listening. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks, Smithy. Brilliant, as always, reflecting on uh, New Zealand. Seven-wicket loss to Pakistan last night. We're going to catch some news here, take a break on our party. When we return, on the other side of it, Sam Perry from The Great Cricketer. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.